Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1TN5 for Wednesday, December 22nd. I'm Aaron Matus. I had a D1 ticker Collegiate Sports Connect conversation with UNC Greensboro Chancellor Frank Gilliam and freshly minted UNCG Athletic Director Brian Mackin about a number of topics as Mackin gets started in the new role. Mackin notes that the foundation for fundraising is already in place. So, quote, my goal is to get in, analyze, see where they are, how many donors we have, get in the community and expand those platforms from a revenue increasing standpoint and find additional revenue streams. The world is changing right now and we have to be proactive and find additional ways to bring money into the athletic department, end quote. Asked whether there are any strategies Mackin can carry over from his time as UAB athletic director that will help UNCG specifically in men's basketball, Mackin says the most important piece is to invest in the right places and be transparent with his staff as to why investments are being made. More of that conversation on Connect, sign up is free, including how Gilliam believes the institution can assist athletics fundraising and positioning for the Spartans if and when conference realignment goes down. CBS's Matt Norlander reports the NCAA today held a call with its medical advisory panel and membership about Omicron. And at this stage, there is no change in policy about quarantine length, which is 10 days, for the vaccinated and boosted, but there is hope the CDC guidelines will soon change. When it does, NCAA will follow suit. A CDC change in guidelines would be coming in a few weeks per source on the call, but it's highly relevant and urgent because conferences follow NCAA protocol on quarantine. No change now could have significant impact on the college football playoff if vaxxed players test positive. Texas A&M is unable to play in the Gator Bowl due to a COVID outbreak, according to Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger, who notes the Gator Bowl is searching for a replacement team, but sources say the only way that's possible is if another bowl is impacted. Wake Forest head coach Dave Clawson says Wake players need to know something by early Friday to commit to playing in the Gator Bowl, per the Action Network's Brett McMurphy. Clawson also notes the day the team returned for bowl prep, 72 players got their COVID booster shots, and the team has gone back to wearing masks during meetings, per ESPN's Andrea Adelson. Deke's athletic director John Curry remarks that teams who have already played in bowl games have expressed interest in replacing Texas A&M in the Gator Bowl and adds, whatever waivers might need to be in place to enable that to happen are likely to happen. According to McMurphy, four teams, including Illinois and Marshall, have reached out to Wake. McMurphy says, Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shad Khan, an Illinois alum, is pushing hard to get Illinois, which is a 5-7 team, in his hometown Gator Bowl. Yahoo's Pete Thamel adds that Rutgers has interest in exploring the possibility of playing in the Gator Bowl. They have the highest ranking APR of the available five and seven teams, which should give them a chance to play. And then McMurphy adds, Gator Bowl could have replaced Texas A&M with a five and seven team based on APR. Rutgers had first option, but declined. Others not expected to accept. How many five and seven teams have been practicing or are still in school? None, source said. The college football playoff management committee announces a series of new COVID policies for this year's slate of New Year's six games, as well as the CFP national championship. For the Fiesta and Peach Bowls, the CFP bowl game and ESPN shall attempt to identify an alternate date 
for the game within one week of the scheduled date. If no date can be identified, the game would be considered no contest. For the semifinal, Cotton and Orange Bowls, if one team is unable to play, they will forfeit and the other team will move on to the championship. If both are unable to play, the winner of the other semifinal will be crowned the national champion. Regarding the championship game itself, if the team's unavailability is determined after the playoff semifinals have been conducted, the national championship game in Indianapolis may be rescheduled to no later than Friday, January 14th. If one team is able to play and the other team is not, and the game cannot be rescheduled or is rescheduled and cannot be played, then the team unable to play shall forfeit the game and the other team shall be declared CFP national champion. North Dakota State and Montana State will not change their testing policies ahead of the FCS National Championship game. NDSU Athletic Director Matt Larson will continue to test weekly like we've had to do for each round. Both teams will be required to submit an attestation of vaccinations or negative tests prior to their arrival in Frisco, but no testing will be required on site. This and more in your D1 ticker email. I'm Aaron Matus, and this has been the evening standard of your D1 TN5 for Wednesday, December 22nd. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again in the morning.